0: A pretty silly, goofy guy, through his mother, discovers that he has an estranged brother with an incredibly wealthy crime lord of a father. So he reconnects with his brother, and they get into all kinds of wacky hijinks that involve the past, and also Michelle Yeoh is there. But enough about the Despicable Me universe.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs)
0: we're going to be talking about the brothers soon and that ridiculous intro aside uh i'm going to bury the lead i loved this show
2: this year starting off strong
0: right so bruce Soon plays sam uh, played by sam song lee is a aspiring doctor who actually loves improv and drives an uber or are they called lifts now to earn some extra cash and he just wants two different to... companies <laughs> dude Who, whatever you do i live in a small town <laughs> i walk everywhere i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so he just he just wants to be on that stage and shine and tell jokes and make people laugh on the other side of the world in taipei charles Sun, played by justin shin is known as a red flag, a killer, an incredible assassin trained by his father to destroy the family's enemies and strike fear and terror into their hearts. An assassination attempt was made on his father's life, so he travels to Los Angeles to meet up with his mother, Aileen Mamason, played by the Oscar winner Michelle Yeoh, and together, Mom and two sons will uncover the mystery of this assassination and uncover what each of them actually want out of life with me to talk about Netflix presents the brothers soon someone who knows that for the perfect fighting technique, your mind, body, and soul must be in perfect harmony is with us every
1: time. <laughs>
0: And someone who was on a review with me with uh, Michelle Yeoh starring in a miniseries as well didn't care too much for that one. We'll see what she thinks about this one. Kim is with us.
2: Call me Sleepy Kim.
0: Oh, and Harmony, you were, Kim. you were on that review too. What was that? The American Born Oh, uh, was it? Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, my God. What a snooze. Uh, I liked it.
0: <laughs> I liked it too. Big fan <laughs> of the Sun Wukong.
2: Disagree. Don't watch that. Watch this.
1: <laughs> Don't watch that. Watch this. That's fair. Yeah, for
2: your Michelle you fix this is the show for you.
0: Now, I'm just going to lead off by saying anybody who was heartbroken seeing that Warrior has been canceled, the fight scenes in this show, I'm not going to say they're better, but they're almost just as good and creative as HBO Max or Max, the one to watch for HBO's warrior series very cool choreography the kicks and hits and tosses are done with impact where you think oh my god is that stuntman okay (laughs) and also the violence is very palpable and (laughs) there's no question on whether or not someone has died in these fight scenes
2: and died in a horrible way yeah
0: (laughs) indeed So that's what I really enjoyed about this series and what kept me watching until, surprise, surprise, there's a ton of heart and drama in this show that also kept me viewing. I binged this pretty quickly. Kim, I know you said you were in the event of watching it twice. Would you all? Yeah, uh, I
2: I had the joy of taking a four-hour plane ride last week, and so I downloaded the whole show, watched half there, half coming back, And then when I got back, I had to watch it again. I was, I love the characters. I, you mentioned already how the fight scenes were really well choreographed. The characters were really endearing. This show also has a good amount of comedy to it. There were in, in really um, smart comedy as well, where they would do some bits at the end of a scene to kind of like close a scene and it would close on the best joke of the episode. And I love that they gave a lot of those moments to Michelle Yao's character as well. Um, one that stood out to me, uh, that just was pitch perfect was Michelle Yao was being held hostage by a group of people, and they tell her who, what their name is, and she's like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) (laughs) But she says it in such a way that had me dying laughing, and that's just how they ended the scene, and that whole scene leading up to that was so full of tension because you didn't. You know, you didn't really know what was going to happen to her, and da, da, da. And then for her to just be like, well, "Well, who the fuck are you now?" And I'm like, oh my god! So the comedy was just immaculate. The characters had great chemistry with each other, um, especially the brothers, uh, Bruce and Charles. For brothers that haven't that technically didn't grow up together because they were separated when they were really young. By 15 the
1: years, right?
2: Yeah, by about fifteen years. So when they were really young, the um big son the dad and mama son played by Michelle Yeoh decided um to separate the boys Michelle Yeoh would take Bruce the youngest son to America and raise him in like a normal um upbringing um removed from like the crime world that they were head of in China because they were a part of the they're called the Jade Dragons is their crime family and they're a part of the uh, Chinese uh,
1: triad. No
2: triad. Triad. <laughs> the triad, Chinese. Yes. I was yes. like, No. <laughs> cut that out and make it sound like we knew what it was. Uh, so the Chinese triad, and then the older older brother Charles was raised by his father, who was the head of the Jade Dragons, and he was raised um, from a young age to be a killer, um, an assassin, to be heartless and ruthless. But I loved they didn't stay in those molds of Charles being the cold killer. Um, kind of triad boss guy, and Bruce being the bumbling American boy who doesn't know anything about the crime world. They do, they do mostly stay in those molds, but they are given just enough that they kind of, uh, I guess, slowly grow out of them or overbake a little bit and fluff out of their molds. Uh, oh, baking! Yes. I'm I glad know, I mentioned that. The baker, I love, yeah. the, the I love yes.
1: Charles as a baker, as someone who loves to cook and who loves you know, making food for people and he's, but he's also a cold hearted killer.
2: You know, <laughs> yeah, they did a, a, they did a great job of showing them three dimensional characters where Charles is just not a cold killer. He has a soft side to him. He likes to bake. He's kind of OCD. He likes things to be just so in their place. And Bruce um, is a medical student. He likes improv, but when push comes to shove, he will kind of put himself outside of his comfort zone to protect his family, and the people he cares about. So that was a, a really great way to endear me to the characters and make me see them as real people who I could I could root for. And I thought this show did a really funny thing where technically we're rooting for the bad guys this whole show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah They're mobsters. A crime family. Yeah. Yeah. And violent, scary mobsters.
1: Yeah. They, they are scary, drug-trafficking... <laughs>
0: And there's several antagonists, yeah. um, and some of those antagonists are police. So,
2: yeah. Well, technically, all of the antagonists are kind of better people than,
1: yeah.
2: Like they're they're on the side of good, technically, or at least they mean well. Um, but our our uh, I guess uh, protagonists of the show are definitely just criminals. They're just criminals, but they're good good people. They're they're nice criminals, you know. Yeah, the ones
1: that you want to root for.
0: <laughs> they kind of make fun jokes, too. Like you said, there's a lot of uh, not just slapstick comedy, but a good wordplay. And it comes at, I wouldn't say, inappropriate times. But there are some times during scenes High of tension. violence yeah, yeah, where someone will crack a joke. And the comedy will be in how awkward it is that someone just told a joke. So it still works.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um and it's not just i mean sure we do have the the main uh brothers and the mom but we also have a, a amazing cast of like secondary characters and guest characters ranging I from I'm
1: so sorry for TK.
2: <laughs> I love TK. He was he, every time he showed up I was like why are you still here?
1: <laughs> what
2: they're going to get you killed TK. He's great. I actually followed him on Instagram. So when I saw him pop up, I was like, Oh, hey, oh, look. Cool. I, I know that guy. He's so funny on Instagram, too. You oh, should follow right. him if you if you like funny people on Instagram.
1: What's his name, Bradley?
0: Junli, yeah. Now, Alexis, played by Heidi Kwan, she is a detective of sorts. She gives herself like this official title.
1: She's a, she's a DA. A right?
0: DA, she's a, yeah. Like DA, She says, I'm yeah. not a police officer, whenever... Charles accuses her of being a cop like I don't talk to cops but that's just flirting from uh, the heartless killer that's how he knows how to flirt I think and they actually we find out kind of grew up together in Taiwan Mm -hmm. they have a bit of a will they won't they going on did that work for you in the middle of a violent crime story
2: I will say yes but I felt like for both the love interest it was very obvious where their storylines were going.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> that was kind of my complaint about this show in general is that a lot of the thing like they they had some there's some really great moments, but like nothing in the show really surprised me. Like I kind of felt like all the beats were kind of like telegraphed ahead of time um but it was still really well done and and very watchable and stuff like that but i that's kind of how i felt about the love story that's kind of how i felt about the the bad guy reveal that's how i felt about you know it's like all of it i felt was like was set up like at least i called it like in advance you know um but i still like really enjoyed watching the show it looks really cool it's um, really well done. Um, there's this great fight in the um, the putting green. Or like yeah, where,
0: where the golf um, course. It's, yeah, it's, it's a driving is a, yeah. range. Yeah, it's
2: like a top, go- top golf type place.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know golf, but yeah. <laughs> and it has comedy <laughs> in it. The fight
0: actually write. has comedy in it. It reminded me of a lot of old Jackie Chan movies where these incredible ass whoopings would stop to make a joke.
1: They filmed the fight with a drone, and like you can see it' like going through, and yeah, it was so cool um, Yao, yo, sorry, Michelle Yo, who I, we see her in a lot of things where she's doing martial arts. she really doesn't do it here. This is all her acting chops.
2: so yeah, I would say that was kind of a surprise. I was expecting her to come out because we know she's important to the triad for some reason, but they don't really tell us until. A little over halfway um, through, and on. I, yeah, I thought it was yeah. going to be something to do with her being like a master fighter, or like she trained the top assassins, or something like that. But no, it it really had to do with her intelligence and and her mind and uh, other like things her like ability that. To In
1: organize it,
2: exactly her ability to organize <laughs> and keep secrets. <laughs> yes. So that well, was a TV, kind of yeah. a surprise.
1: Yeah the... that 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 was one thing. Like, so there's this the scene where she's in with the um the giant's house. So there is a giant at some point, um, and the one of the bad guys comes in, and you think there's gonna be this great fight, <laughs> and she just starts screaming. So <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, I, that's not how I know her to to, to act. So yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was very cool, but it was also like there's some really great moments when she's much later on in the series when she's she's traveled and there is some really beautiful moments when she's sticking her head out of the cab window and just like really taking in the city that she's in and i'm just like it's beautiful it's so well done
0: well, they have a lot of beautiful cars in this show. I wonder if that's where all the yes. budget went, or if it was <laughs> a sponsorship type thing. Like, sure, sure, car that should never be legal to drive on any road in your TV show, and we'll give you some money.
2: Well, they obviously had a sponsor. It was Big Churro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Churro. <laughs> The churro <laughs> conglomerate, exactly.
0: I used to live in California, and churros really are magical if they're done properly. And my, as everyone who's listened to more than one review of me knows, my spouse and my mother-in-law are both, you know, chefs, and I've had perfect churros before. And I really enjoyed the, uh, not just the hey, how good is a churro? Am I right? But then there was something heartfelt to that later on. There's so many breadcrumbs this show drops in the early episodes, with huge payoffs later on. There's a scene where Michelle Yeoh's telling her son, Bruce, to serve tea and it almost had me in tears with the payoff of how that went. And uh, there's several of those. Now, like you mentioned before, though, there are so many twists and turns in this. I would call it F1 chicanery. (laughs) Did any twist, though, actually surprise you? Oh, that's a stupid question. That's a... uh, That's a spoiler. Were you surprised by any twists? It's a yes or no question.
2: Yes, but only in the last episode. In death,
1: I was surprised. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Oh, I said I I was surprised, but I feel like I didn't really get surprised until the very last episode. Mm
1: -hmm. Probably same. Um, There was also like a death that I was like, no, this isn't how this is going to turn out. No, no, no. And then this particular character... I was devastated. I, really, I was really upset about
0: it. Yeah, same.
2: I was and devastated. We, we all
0: know who we're talking about?
2: Yeah, and then I hated that. Following that death, it ended up not really mattering. Pretty pretty soon afterwards, and that that made me hate it even more.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, that that's the only one that I think was just really like, no, no, this isn't how it's gonna play out. And then.
0: Well, it made me think that particular character actor was supposed to just be a red shirt, but he was so good and so beautiful as a person, a very complicated, violent. This is this man is a criminal person, but that's exactly what I was thinking, though. Like, oh, maybe he wasn't supposed to be so liked by myself and the other audience people who enjoyed that performance. And that's why they're all like, oh, well, he's dead. Sad, I guess moving on
1: there was a lot of people who i th- i felt were really likable characters like mm-hmm. like kim said even despite being the bad guys you know <laughs> they were very i mean a lot of i think a lot of the humor kind of comes from the people outside of like the main core family except for maybe bruce um and i think that some of the some of the other characters really kind of outshone Bruce a little bit because he's funny and he's and he's goofy and a silly character but there's like some really goofy characters that show up
2: I mean maybe TK though right TK is probably the goofiest and they keep him away a a good amount uh yeah But, yeah, there are a lot of big characters in this show. I'm not going to say any of them. Personally, I don't think any of them outshone the brothers for me. I thought they did their part in adding to the brothers' kind of world uh, of characters, if that makes sense. So, I I really enjoyed them. I thought it was well-balanced. If anything, I thought Michelle uh, Yo was outshined, unfortunately. And I think that's probably because I wanted her to fight. <laughs> like to me, it's it's like if you got Jackie Chan in the film and he's not fighting. I'm like, well, what's he here for? What what are we doing, people? You know, if we get Viola, da- if you hire you don't hire Viola Davis and not have her cry. That's true. <laughs> it's, right. it's just what they do.
0: <laughs> Very good points. So we're just going to carry that then into our final thoughts. Harmony, would you start, please?
1: Sure. Um this is a very fun watch. It's a it's very easy to binge, I think. Um it's entertaining, it's really fast paced, it's it looks so cool and so stylized, but in like this kind of I wanna say like this kind of almost dirty mm-hmm. way. <laughs> like I, I can't I can't really describe it. It's like it's like we 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 know that we come from this world of 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 mobsters and killers and stuff like that, and so the world kind of reflects that all around that we that we live in this this world where this is a possibility right, and it makes everything's like everything kind of feels dingy in in this world, and I think it's it could just be a a choice or it could just be you know, a uh, stylized decision or something like that. But I I thought it was it really made it feel real. Also, I think that the song choices are are character in itself. All the different like um uh background music that they have and even they have Jay Park for like a split second who's a K pop <laughs> star and i was like i know who that is and they turn them off immediately i was like oh okay crap but <laughs> um when they're in the car and so it's it's really like stuff like that where it's just they're, they're really kind of building this world i can't really speak very much to like as being like a very caucasian looking person though i'm quarter mexican but um I can't really speak to like the Asian American experience other than I, I feel like this story also kind of talks about generational trauma. I know that seems like a very heavy thing for this kind of fun show, but it's it's this generational trauma and what you're expected to do with your life by the people who are, who have come before you. And I think it's just, it's an amazing story about like figuring out who you are and where you want to go and what you want to be. I loved it. Um, Like I said, a lot of the beats I kind of called like right as they were happening, but um, I still find it very watchable. So I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10 giant shoes.
0: Oh, very nice. And Kim, your review
2: I was very, very pleasantly surprised by this show. I was not expecting, reading the synopsis of, oh, you know, um, this American-born or American um, pre-med student finds out that his family is, is actually a part of the triads. And he has to deal with that and work his way towards keeping his family safe. It sounds really boring. It's not boring at all. It is technically kind of a fish-out-of-water story, but they do it so well. The writing is perfect. The characters feel very fleshed out. So do the secondary characters. Even the the two-line characters, the churro um, cart salesman, feels like, I get him. I get his life. <laughs> this is how well the writing is. And and they, they, they're having fun with it, too. I'm the type of person... Fight scenes, sure. A good fight scene is fine, but I'm not watching a show just for a good fight scene. I'm watching it for the characters. I'm watching it for the humor. I want to laugh. I want there to be ups and downs as I'm watching something. This show truly did have me crying, laughing, screaming at my TV when a character that I liked uh, was fighting a character I didn't like, especially in like that last episode. I don't know if y'all remember there was a girl's fight. I was screaming at the top of my lungs like, yes, scooter, because I was so invested in these characters. (laughs) And if a show has me screaming at my TV and I should not be screaming right now, (laughs) then that is a good show. And that's, that's what I hope that we have more of to come this year. I'm very, uh, my 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 stakes are really high for 2024 because i just saw mean girls which was another great um great film and then this was a great tv show and this show actually it seems like they're setting up for season 2 may may or may not be but it kind of seemed like there was a bit of a setup for that but i mean overall i i was really excited to meet um this cast of characters and a lot of fresh new faces were on my screen as well I love to see that um, some Asian men were being seen as like sex symbols. I love that on TikTok right now. Both the brothers are are everybody's like hottest man to to check out going into the new year. So I'm really excited for that representation uh, for for you know Asian men and people of color. As far as the story goes, I mean there were a couple kinks as far as at the end. I thought the plot got a little a little messy, a little muddled for me just when they started to introduce the motivation for the bad guys uh, of the show. I was like, mm, I mean, I could kind of see it. It doesn't really make sense for me, but sure, I'll go with it. It, it makes enough sense that I'm not upset, but I wish it was a, a little bit cleaner as far as that explanation went. But I love the resolution of that, and I love the setup for a, a season two Um, I'm going to give this a nine and a half out of ten delicious homemade egg tarts.
0: Hey. So for me, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I didn't think I would because uh, as I started out this review, jokingly, like, here come the brothers grew. But, um... (laughs) somehow it steps away from that completely even like i really thought this would be like you're a gangster i gotta show you how to have fun with improv (laughs) and i thought that's what it would be the gangster would learn to be happy and not be a killer it's not like that at all this Mm -hmm. uh very i wouldn't say silly premise but kind of used to premise like there's so many like i have a secret brother like when i was a kid it was jean-claude van damme doing Mm -hmm. two roles And Black Silk Underwear was involved.
1: Oh, (laughs) oh my God. What a reference. I
0: think that was called Double Impact, but I might be wrong. That might have been the Dennis Rodman movie. I'm not sure. Anyways, this goes to some very dark places. And the drama almost drowned out how funny it could be for me. But I was enthralled after three episodes. Like, oh, my gosh. This is so serious and so sincere. Like, there's a quick scene where Bruce is all like, I think I remember you. Didn't we go to get some Italian ice? And instead of a long bloated flashback of two young kids getting Italian ice, the other brothers like Charles is like, no, what are you talking about? <laughs> you and then it just quickly moves on. They all talk to each other so much like real people who have lived different experiences. Like when Charles says, you sound like, a, like an American. Don't you know anything about... How important family is supposed to be. And then when he ca- caps that off with, if you're going to live your own life, then be honest about it. Don't hide from mom. You sound like a wimp. And, ooh, that's harsh truth. There's so many like great one-liners and great discussions in this. And again, it's all show and no tell. We're not being beaten over the head with it. There's not like a 30-minute exposition speech about what the triads are and why they do what they do and how the economy of Taiwan or China or any of these districts work. It's all very fast paced and you can do your own homework on that. There's one gang that has a a specific name that ties into the culture of several decades, maybe even a century of dispute in Chinese history and they don't talk about it. And that's beautiful to me because look it up yourself Go educate yourself and be like a snob like me. Like, I understood that reference. (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to give this one 8.5 out of 10. Boxers and death to all evil in all its forms.